Hola, mis amores. Soy Ronnie con la publicación de blog de esta semana. I did put that in translate. But I feel like I crushed it, so we're working on it. Thank you. Hi, my loves. It's Ronnie here with this week's blog post. I want to start this one off with a thought I had when I was in a particularly interesting mindset. I wrote down, we are all just big, complicated babies. I did not understand it at the time, but now I guess I kind of understand it. Because we may grow up, we may get smarter, we may be a little bit more mature. But the way I like to see it, those of us who find joy, go back to this childlike mindset. Because then everything's really cool. So that's kind of, um, I guess, what this blog post goes into. Uh, and also kind of what it means to be a writer. So I would like to say a quick little thank you to my Jewish diaspora professor. Because she was the one who introduced me to Aaron Applefeld. So without further ado, just a child. Writing is a long process of remembrance. Not a matter of memory, but rather slow remembrance. From within, you draw childhood visions, tiny glowing details that illuminated your life when you were a child. That is the basis of any artwork. Wise words of Aaron Applefield. Oh, thank you. I often lose my mind in attempts to understand the future. This is a pretty typical experience at a young age, because up until this point, you've been showed what the future brings. We have eons of stimuli surrounding us every day with clues of what's to come. And we often look forward to this idea, because if we didn't have it, why would we do anything? Why would we continue to survive? I have spent a lot of time doing nothing, and I have spent a lot of time doing everything. I have from about 9 in the morning to 11 at night, to do whatever I want in the grand scheme of things. And for a long time, I did what I was supposed to do. All the decisions and actions I made throughout the day were to ensure I will have a comfortable situation when I get older. I was primarily motivated by money because I understood the value of having the privilege to find financial stability. So I was going to do my homework in middle school to get to high school, then high school assignments to get a degree, and finally, complete college, so I can find a job. When I was a child, I had the opportunity to escape the future's anxiety because the life was just so remarkable that I spent most of my time observing. Because I was hidden to the truths about reality, I could find myself dancing in six princess dresses, playing with little toy race cars, and my biggest worry was whether or not the booming Pacific Ocean would take me as its next sacrifice to the deep below. I did not think a lot, and really just did what Ronnie wanted to, within reason of my parents' authority, of course. But then one night, my eyes were open to the dangers of life, and I had to grow up. I was eight years old. I'd like to think this was the case because as far as I remember, the loss of control in my mind would slowly seep into my day-to-day. Of course this happens at one point or another, because 
taxes become something you have to do to live, and all the cool stuff you had as a child becomes money. At one point, you are shown the worries of life, and the future begins to be a big deal, and the past still lingers behind you. Our minds are smart enough to remember that shit. I read somewhere, or honestly probably saw it on TikTok, but it said something to the likes of, the past holds depression and the future filters in anxiety. I can absolutely agree with this statement because I felt it hard and for a long time. I still feel it sometimes. The shame of my past lingered on as I would be reminded of the power that comes with being a woman. And the worries about my future put blinders on as I pushed forward. That's why fear and sadness clouded up my life until college, because I got stuck in my mind. Or rather, I got lost in my mind because being present, especially with others, was no longer an option. I could only pull myself out of it with exciting realities or thoughts about my future. So to stay positive, I would either be reminded through elegant materials or daydreaming about the perfect life. The kind of life in Malibu with the ideal prince and castle, because then no one could touch me. My past would no longer matter because my womanly power was mine. Maybe a little bit of my prince's as well. I was lost in my mind for 16 years and finally having the ability to bring myself back to the present became the breath of fresh air I needed. I found myself feeling joy through things, then exhilarating moments, and then others. I would rely on them to take me out of my mind and the easiest way to do that was talk about it. I created mad trauma bonds and found myself 16 years later with barely anyone around. Thank God for the people who continue to put up with my bullshit. I now have the true power of human existence. And that is knowing how to simply just be. To stay true to myself, no matter what life throws my way. I spent years trying to be the person you wanted to show the world to and living for the likes of others because then I could make it to the top. The problem was... People didn't want to put up with my bullshit. I was so stuck in my own head that I had a hard time genuinely caring for others. I would open up and quickly show my vulnerability, but I found myself without reliable friendships because they became my support system. And that's no job for anyone but myself. I would care about others, but I would not care for them. I spent years trying to fill the fear and worry with distractions, so I worried about grades, friends, drama, social media, my future, and what others thought of me. The only time I truly felt dedicated to the present was when I was in love, because being able to connect with just your eyes is a real treat for the soul. I would slowly begin to feel like I was finding myself, because of the power I held in my sexuality. That led me to latch on to these boys and rely on them. No wonder I was always unsatisfied. I would lose my power when they left, which only brought the feeling of unworthiness and fear right back. I had tried cool things, dedication to my craft, devotion to my future, blurry late nights, and love to have a distraction from the dog bites and bee stings of life. 
These were a few of my favorite things. But nothing worked because the scared little girl was still in there and getting closer to adulthood shoved the idea of an ivory tower even further away. I found the common denominator to this feeling of insufficiency and she was staring right at me the whole time. When will my reflection show who I am inside? You're welcome. (laughs) Well, she showed herself to me, but that meant I had to look at her darkest parts too. I could not escape anymore, and I had to face my problems because that's the only way through an entangled mind. You must go through to get to the other side. And now I know the other side is the present. And I want to enjoy every second I have in it. Find peace from the eyes of my happy young mind because I do have the tools to be self-sufficient. I don't have to ask for more because I am safe. I don't have to care what others think of me, but I can care about how I make them feel. By showing my genuine self, I can be pure with my intentions and stop hiding behind the fear of judgment. All we really own in this world are words. And if I'm able to recognize and call out the pain-seeking language, I will have more room for positivity. So I write. I own my words. And I find myself with good days on my mind, baby. I'm going to pause for a moment and do a little something out of the ordinary and i'm throwing in an ad to see if this works so anchor is the tool that i'm using for my podcast and they make it so easy to stitch together what you have to say i think it's really cool because even if my podcasts aren't getting a lot of views it's something that i can go back and listen to and be proud of so If you want to keep talking to yourself, if you have cool things to say, go ahead and set up an Anchor account and see what happens, just like me. Uh, So I will admit that a little bit of it might be exaggerated in terms of like always feeling sad or always, you know, not being able to connect with others because there were moments that I did. Um, But I would say for the majority of my young life, um, I did have a really, really difficult time with relationships. And that included my friendships. So it has been a continuous effort to try and repair that. And I'm hoping that by writing this, I'm able to recognize when... I might not be properly caring for others. And if I get to the point of not properly caring for others, I want to make that very clear. I don't want to fake being there for others because that's something that we can do. We want people to like us, and I have been a people pleaser for my whole life. But you can't please everyone. So... The way I see it, if you become a people pleaser, you're going to please no one. And you're going to be upset with yourself. And I know that because I was there. So, 
you know, moving forward, this is something that I want to be aware of. Am I doing this for someone because I genuinely want to and I care and I'm doing it out of the goodness of my heart? Or am I doing it because they want to like me or that I want something from them? Because then that fosters fake relationships and that's not satisfying at all. I think the biggest insecurity that I hold now and have held for most of my life has been not having friends, looking like a loner. Um, Because then I felt like I was vulnerable, too vulnerable. Um, You know, it's, it's like a, you can't do life on your own, can you? And that's true. We are social beings and we, life is hard. Life is very hard and having support from others does wonders in getting you through. But the thing was, I wanted people to worry and care about me without me having to put in a lot of work because I didn't have the energy My energy was being drained by my own negative thoughts. That's why I say I literally became my own worst enemy. Um, So it's not easy for me to admit a lot of this just (laughs) very outwardly because, you know, it's, it's showing my true self and that means that there's people who can attack who I am, my character, because that's what I'm showing. Um, and it's hard to not take them personally, but the rule of thumb that I'm going by day to day is by the end of the night, if I am proud of at least one action I did, whether that be cleaning my room, successfully doing my homework, you know, even doing things for others, if I can, then, then I'm good, you know? If I do something positive for my life without negatively impacting anyone else's, then I can be satisfied because it is a journey, step by step, day by day. I'm going to touch on the fact that I am on this wild adventure. Um, It's very weird for me because the feeling of unworthiness for happy moments has lingered throughout my life. Whenever I would really be happy, and this was the case when my relationship started because it was so joyful, I felt like I didn't deserve it. And so I was scared. I wasn't feeling the joy that I was supposed to because I was scared. That is where I'm at right now because as excited and happy as I am about being in this absolutely beautiful place, I'm also very scared because my thought process immediately goes to what's going to take this down? What's the catch? This is something that I'm working on. 
because at least I'm able to recognize it now. And moving forward, it's a process of reminding myself to stay present because maybe the future will bring some the future will bring something negative at one point or tough challenging anything because that's how life works life comes and goes in waves so why don't i just sit here and enjoy what i can and take it day by day Because, like I said in the post, I do have the tools to be able to handle things. And right now, the biggest thing that scares me is other people. Because my trust was taken advantage of, so now I'm, like, terrified of trusting others. Um, But that's something that I need to work on. Because I can't just fall into this hole of, you know, not reaching out to anyone and and isolating myself because then I'm doing just that. I'm isolating myself and that's that's not the kind of life I want to live. I want a communal life. I want to share experiences and conversations, passions, everything. So right now I have to learn how to trust people again and not be scared because there may be people who will negatively impact my life, maybe say something hurtful or do something that makes me feel invalidated. But I need to know that I do have the strength and the tools to remember who I am because this is my life. I'm the only one who sees everything going on. So I have to trust myself. And then I can trust others. I think the reason I may be so scared of others right now um, is because of social media. I got my first like hateful comment on TikTok and it scared the shit out of me because, you know, putting things out there like you, you are putting things out there. People can see it and, you know. TikTok is very is very much something that you like create in in an instant in a moment and you post it and you know I'm not gonna lie there have been times where I've posted something without really seeing what I wrote or said and kind of regretted it after um because you know I'm still learning I'm still in that process of learning so I'm at a place where I want to promote myself. I want to be able to, you know, have a larger audience for this blog because I think maybe it could be something that others can resonate with, um, especially the those affected by sexual assault because... It's kind of, I guess, like the healing process I'm going through. And I'm not saying that this is necessarily the process that you should be going through, but just kind of giving you an example of, you know, how it can affect someone's mind. So it's not easy for me to be posting all of the stuff that I'm posting. 
That's why I wrote that post about social media making me anxious as fuck, because it does. But that's not going to stop me, because this is my passion project. So, thanks for listening. And if you happen to see a very questionable post from me, please just feel free to reach out and be like, Ronnie, I don't know about that. Anyway, thanks guys. Have a good one.